Hello and welcome back to the podcast. It's currently 1.24am on Monday. And, um, the podcast should already be up. <laughs> but I just realized that I just, I never filmed one to put up. And so I thought, now's a better time than ever. Um, I, you know what? I, I would be lying if I said I had a great night tonight. Um, it's crazy coming back to your to your home when your siblings are home and and initially you miss them initially and then like three hours into the visit you realized why you constantly argue with them for the entirety of your life um because my sisters are are literally the two most irritating people on the entire planet and odds are uh, in the middle of this podcast my sister will yell at me for being loud but here's what i have to say to that who fucking cares? Today, my sister got mad at me because I was downstairs. She was up a flight. My door was closed. My fan was on. So if you think about the volume in the room, think of what I'm hearing. It's not a lot from the floor above. But all I hear is, Sydney! Sydney! And I'm like, I'm yelling, what? What what is so important that you have to be? I thought there was a maybe. Here's a list of things that went through my head. There's a murderer in the house. Uh, I I ruined her favorite thing in the entire world. Uh, she lost a limb. Uh, she's bleeding out. Like those are the things that are that are going through my head of potential reasons why she's screaming my name instead of you know shooting me a text, walking down the stairs asking me a question so I'm like what and then she starts she starts talking I can't hear a word she's saying because again she's eight feet above me and uh the house is ice is uh you know uh, what's it called insulated and so I'm like I can't hear you and then I don't hear her I go back to scrolling through tiktoks on my phone like a normal person and boy was that a mistake because then I she's screaming again, but this time coming down the stairs, and I'm like, okay, so now I have to prep myself for the fact that I clearly have ruined her life. That's why she's so angry, like literally purposely stomping down the stairs. She comes down the stairs, she opens my door, and she's like, what the fuck, Sydney? Like, she's screaming. As she's screaming, the cat comes into my room. I don't like the cat in my room because he just, it's like, it was late at night, and I think our cat's nocturnal. Well, my cat is, and he's immediately starts running around in all my things, all of my Christmas gifts, all of, you know, the papers I have across the floor, my notebooks, everything this cat has written, and I'm pissed, I'm like, why the fuck should you let the cat in? Like, I'm in my bed prepping for slumber, and you let the cat in, and you're screaming at me, and she said, Sydney... Why didn't you answer me? I said, I did answer you, but again, I couldn't hear you. And it was a bit of a debate back and forth whether or not um, my responses were accurate. Anyways, and then she just yells at me, how do I turn the fireplace off? I said, I have no fucking idea. I don't turn the fireplace on. I run at a, a very warm 85 degrees constantly. The human is warm-blooded. I'm extremely warm-blooded. Uh, I, I There's a reason I'm in the basement, and there was a reason that it's negative... 10 degrees outside and I currently laying in my bed with a fan on so you tell me Allie how I would fucking know how to turn the fireplace on the fireplace is my enemy fuck the fireplace okay I said how did you turn it on 
you turn it on. I'm assuming, you know what, we're turning it off in a very similar form. She goes, well, you need to help me. I said, well, I don't know what help I would be. I don't know how to turn off the fireplace. We're going nowhere with this. I said, text mom, text Mac, the people who live in this house, and ask them how to turn the fireplace on. She said, I don't need any help, turned around, and walked away. That is a classic woman response. Ask me for my help? I don't know. She goes, I don't need help. I said, good. She leaves my door open. She turns my light on, and I have a loose cat in my room. So that immediately brought my anger to the surface and my attitude to drop about 20 degrees into the negative zone. I was pissed. Another thing that pissed me about today is that I woke up this morning at a cool 12.30 p.m., go on my phone, immediately TikTok, my entire TikTok feed is in French. I don't speak French. I only speak French ironically or when I'm going crazy in an anxiety spiral. Okay, but I was like, I haven't really been speaking French. So at least 50% of my TikTok feed was French. So not only am I constantly already scrolling through half shitty TikToks to find the ones that are funny, I'm now scrolling through French that I can't understand because the last time I spoke French correctly was in ninth grade. So TikTok, let's figure that out. Also, another thing about today, um... I was watching Criminal Minds. This is actually kind of an interesting thought. Oh my god, you're going to think I'm crazy. I was watching Criminal Minds. And I'm on like season 12. So I've, I've gained what I would consider enough knowledge to work for the FBI in the Behavior Analysis Unit. But the bad that's what the Criminal Minds is. Sorry if you guys don't know. It's, it's about the Behavior Analysis Unit of the FBI who study criminals. But I look specifically serial killers but i learned that the bau is actually just a um desk job and they solve like one cold case a year so that really affected my attitude i learned that a while ago so i'm watching it and i think that i've gathered enough knowledge to apply this to my personal life so be aware if you meet me or you come hang out with me beware that i'm analyzing you as if i am dr spencer reed as if I have three PhDs and training to be a profiler. Anyways, and I would I came to this realization. Oh my, there's a hole. Okay, this is pure destruction. But there's a hole in my wall. And it's not a giant hole. But there's paneling on the wall. And there's a hole in between. And there's a light coming from it. And I think, I think the FBI is watching me. You know what? The FBI already is watching me and that's why my tiktok feed was in french so if you're the fbi agent if i wake up one more morning with french tiktok you'll see me in quantico anyways criminal minds always they are only serial killing in the women department most of them are just gorgeous drop dead beautiful women is who were being kidnapped and and murdered and so it came I'm, I'm constantly thinking of scenarios and you know i hear a i hear a, a stomp upstairs and it's probably my angry sister but i immediately think it's a serial killer and i'm thinking okay if i get into a situation what the fuck's gonna happen if i get kidnapped here if i do a little jujitsu here i can get it sorted out but basically i realized that we're only kidnapping attractive women so that got me thinking if somebody kidnapped me 
I'm simply taking that as a compliment. Someone kidnapped me. They must think I'm beautiful. Right? And this is a cover of like an insecure state. state. I'm just letting you know. And I'm hoping to, you know, share that knowledge with you. And that if I was kidnapped, I'd be like, oh my God. Where's the car? I'll get right in. Okay? Stockholm Syndrome, who? I'm right here. This man might kill me. He might torture me. But he's also attracted to me. And I'm kind of down for that. No, no, not that I'm down for... That came out wrong. Not that I'm down for serial killers. That's not what I meant. I'm just saying. While I'm in the basement of this man's house, because it's always a man. While I'm in the basement of this man's house, and if you do the same and you're kidnapped, you can just kind of constantly be cheering yourself up with the fact that that this man thinks that you're the most gorgeous. You're so pretty. He thinks that you're so pretty. That he literally had to pluck you off the street. He's like, she is so pretty. She can't just be walking around freely. I have to kidnap her and remove her from life so that she's all mine. I'm going to lock her to a chain in my basement cellar, in the wine cellar. Because I can't have this gorgeous woman walking in the streets. You know, she's too pretty. The world can't handle her. So if I was being kidnapped... And it wasn't like a, a jump off the street. It was like, you know, it wasn't like a luck situation where I was the only one in the dark alley. But like he picked me out of a crowd. I'd be like, oh my God, stop. What a compliment. Am I right? Does anyone else think that way? If you don't think so, watch Criminal Minds. Or don't. Criminal Minds, created by Jeff Davis, who is also the creator of Teen Wolf. I could do a whole another podcast on Teen Wolf because that was just, that was my adolescence. I thought men in life were like the men in Team Wolf. You know? But they're not. They're not. They're really not. Anyways, um, I know you guys are wondering how my Christmas went. Um, so I thought I'd share a little bit. In my family, um, you know, one Christmas at my dad's house, one Christmas at my mom's house. I know what you're thinking. Twice the presents. Woo, woo, woo. And you're not wrong, kids. So go ahead. Go talk to your married parents. Be like, why the fuck aren't we having two Christmases? You're ruining my life staying married. But, so, now, me and my two siblings are extremely picky. Okay? And no attack on my mom and my dad, but they lack the ability to pick out good gifts. Now, maybe it's the point where we're older and we know what we want and we have a specific style. But... This year for Christmas, my parents simply just said, here's money, go buy yourself your own gifts. And boy, did I love it. There's nothing like being a broke college kid and it being Christmas. And you get to pick exactly what's under the tree. I was fucking Santa. And you know what? You know what? I want to know who I want to talk to whoever, you know, created this Santa clown. I want to know which motherfucker said to parents, you are going to buy a load of gifts. You are going to pay for all those gifts. You are going to wrap all those gifts, haul them in, put them under the tree, and you're going to put somebody else's name on it. You're doing all of the work, and then we're just going to throw Santa on it and pretend like all that shit under the tree was dropped off by an old fat man wearing red. 
what the f-? and everyone's okay with it like parents how are you feeling how are you feeling knowing that the gifts you get your children and they love like opening on christmas morning they're loving everything inside and they think a bunch of little short guys made it how embarrassing Who's accepting this? Not that I say that we need to take full credit for everything, but only, you know, not that I have, not that I will have children. But if I did, fuck this Santa dude. Fuck this Santa dude. If I buy him the gift, my name's going beside the front. Okay? I'm not giving Santa any credit. I also am not taking my kids. This is another thing. Who's taking their kids, especially during a pandemic? To the mall. The mall is literally the worst place on the planet. And you cannot tell me I'm wrong. I hate shopping. Okay. Here's the reason I hate shopping. Uh, Long distances of walking. Unregulated temperatures. Horrible music. Intense smells. Preppy customer service people. Okay. And always a packed parking lot. When's the last time you went to the mall and you got a parking spot close to the door? Never. Okay? I hate the mall. I hate shopping because going shopping is so stupid when you can just do it online. In lo- Online, I can go to filters. I can pick the size. I can, you know, do my size. Just pick the size. Pick what I'm looking for, pick this style, range it from low to high, and it's presenting me with this beautiful categorized list of the clothing in store or in that the store sells, but on an online platform where I can see. There's more sizes online, there's more options online. It's easy, you press OK and it arrives at your door. That's magic. That's Santa. We can give how about we pretend that Santa's the delivery guy? That's an idea. Put that in the back of your mind. Santa's just the guy that delivers the presents. He's not the guy. Let's not give him credit for everything. He can just be the guy that delivers it. His sleigh simply brought Amazon from Mississauga to here. Okay, I'm getting off track. Online shopping, beautiful. In-store shopping, stupid. Why am I walking around? I find something I like. What if they don't have my size? Then what? Then I've just defeated the whole purpose of walking around the entire store, finding an item that I liked, picking it out, and realizing that they only have sizes to fit women who are the same size as toddlers. Fight me. Fight me, garage. Fight me, H&M. Fight me, American Eagle. Okay? I'll come to your stores when you have a broad range of sizes that fit people of all sizes let's be respectful and like that's all the my mall in my town has like an american eagle like what else are you going to the mall for what you go into the mall to what spencer's you go into the mall to claire's you can pick up some jewelry at claire's hey you going to get some ice cream hey stop going to the mall why are we th- why are we letting the world do this to us, especially during the pandemic. And then the nerve, the nerve of you to take your children, okay, who I would say are at risk of dying from this deadly virus, putting them in their car seats, driving to the mall, finding a very parking spot very far away, pulling them out, getting in a line, a line. If you have them go take a picture with a fat guy, 
in a red suit. I don't understand the need. And it doesn't make any logical sense. Not that the kids can figure this out, but why is Santa Claus at every other mall? You know what I mean? You may think your kids are stupid, but maybe they have a brain to wonder why Santa, why Santa is in the Peterborough Lansdowne Place Mall when Peterborough is a population of 80,000. There is, shouldn't Santa be in Toronto? Right? If we were thinking just in Canada, where Santa would be most productive to take the most pictures, my mind immediately goes to Toronto. So you tell me how we're telling our kids that Santa is at Lansdowne Place. And why are you putting your children on the lap of a random dude? That's that's a setup for a disaster. You don't know this dude. Okay? You tell me you put your child on no other stranger's lap. There's never a moment in your life where you like get on the bus and you're like, here, stranger, allow me to put my child on your lap. No, no one does, no one does that because that would be irresponsible as a parent to drop your child on the lap of a stranger. They could be a sociopath. They could be a pedophile. They could be a nice person with a not-so-clean pair of jeans. Why are you putting your child in the suit? Who's watching the Santa suit? Spoiler alert, no one. Okay? So not only have you brought your child to sit on a man's leg and force them to smile, but you're also sitting your child on top of the same lap that thousands of other children have sat on, and therefore, that's a recipe for disaster. In and out of the pandemic. Last year, disaster. Year before that? also a disaster because there's other things that your kid could catch on Santa's knee and then you then then your kids are going to whisper to Santa what they want for Christmas well how is that productive because you make your kids write a, re- a write a letter and then and then dropping off at the post office which is stupid why are, why are we why are we blocking up why are we paying Canada Post to deliver your letters to Santa. Okay? The nerve. The nerve of you to disrespect male people by giving them a bunch of letters written by your toddlers in red crayon about a list of things that they want and pretending that we're sending it to the North Pole. Just leave the post workers alone. They're just trying to get paid. They're just trying to get you your bills. Okay? They're just kind of give you flyers. Don't don't make them collect letters to an imaginary man in a red suit. What is wrong with us? And my sister works at a post office and she said a kid dropped a letter to Santa. Like you put your kid in the car again during a pandemic, take them to the post office, and then handing them, wasting a stamp, wasting a good stamp that we could be using to send a letter to your pen pal but instead we're mailing we're using that stamp on an envelope and inside of the envelope your fucking kid's letter to santa and you're handing it to a post office worker okay we're in a pandemic okay we're minimum wage people they don't need to be at you don't need to be adding things more onto their plate my sister goes what the fuck do i do with a letter to santa she almost threw it out but then mom's like my mom says no, you know, they, if they send them to an address, they'll get Santa to write you a letter back. We're paying someone to pretend to be Santa to write letters back? Are you kidding? What's that guy going to do the other 11 months of the year? Are we giving him another task? 
like there's a poor probably multiple people who are at a facility writing letters pretending to be Santa so that your kid can again receive a letter from that's something you got to do on your own if you're going to play into this whole Santa thing you should give your your kid write the letter do it that that'll distract them for about five minutes okay parents tough you need a five minute distraction from your kids I get that okay get your kid to write the letter Okay, bring them a small amount of joy, get them to hand it to you, because your kid's five and doesn't understand the postal system, and say, don't worry, little Timmy, we're going to mail your letter to Santa, okay? Little Timmy goes, okay, it's 6 p.m., it's my bedtime, because kids go to bed that early, fucked up, really, and then what you're going to do is you're going to take that letter, read the things that your kid wants, get him everything but the dog, every, every kid's got a dog on their Christmas list, I know I did, and then... You're going to take your pen and pretend to be Santa and write a letter. That's And give it to your kid. That's all you, okay? Stop bugging the post people. If you're going to play into the Santa, if we're going to play into this improv, you know, drama experience, then we're going to do it in our own home. The Santa letter shouldn't leave the house, okay? And, and like, even growing up, like, I remember my mom, when we, when we, I finally found out Santa was real, she was like, you know, when you leave out cookies and then carrots, and I just like, like at some point, <laughs> just like remember my youngest sister still believed in Santa, and it was me and my older sister and my mom. And like my sister's like chewing carrots, and like spitting them out, pretending to be reindeer, and like she's nibbling on the cookies to leave crumbs. Like what? Oh, that's gotta be a low point. That's gotta be a low point when you're out on the front lawn chewing a carrot, like a rabbit, and then spitting it out on the freshly puffed up snow. Um. To pretend that there's a reindeer. We're really giving this all we got. Okay? People out here complaining about wearing a mask. But we'll go through a whole month organized plan every year to pretend that Santa's real. Maybe if we refocus that energy. And like my mom said that she would have have a special writing to pretend to be Santa. This is too much. I was five. I could not decipher my mom's writing versus Santa's writing. Which is also my mom's writing. Santa doesn't need his own penmanship. Santa doesn't need his own pen. And Santa definitely doesn't need that many cookies. It's just, I know it's, I didn't realize it at five, but nothing about the situation is adding up. If we're going to all get invested in this, we should at least have the story make more sense. Like, really, let's, let's, let's have a flow going here, people. And then, like, my mom one year got this kit where, where it was a pair of, quote-unquote, Santa's glasses that he accidentally left in my house. And then brought, I brought those glasses into show and tell. And, like, four other kids had Santa's glasses because it was just a kit you buy on Walmart. Walmart? What the fuck is going on? Do you not realize that? Why would my mom buy those? She's not going to think anybody else in Walmart is going to pick that up. And now Santa's glasses are at half of my class's house. And we're like, why does Santa have 12 pairs of glasses? Just in, just in Peterborough, just in the small community that went to my elementary school. It's just, it's just, it drives me crazy. And I remember, because my sister, like, we were little kids, my sister would always fucking wake up in the morning at, like, 3 a.m. And and I'd be like, what do you, I would go to her room, and she's, like, reading books on her bed, because, like, waiting for, we had a bit to, like, 7 to wake up my parents. And then she'd be like, oh, I heard Santa on the roof, I heard jingle bells. And I was like, oh my god, no way! And then I realized... When Santa wasn't real, I was like, she was like, oh, I really thought I heard it. And I'm like, Allie, Mackie, what the fuck is going on? Why, why would you lie to me like that? 
And I remember, it's like all those things. It's it's it's, it's Santa. It's the Easter Bunny. It's the Tooth Fairy. If you're going to go around your house and hide a bunch of chocolate eggs, why are we giving the credit to an XL Bunny? The Tooth Fairy. You got to go at night. Pick your kids loose tooth from under their bed and leave a loony or a toonie and then give credit to a fairy. Okay, because Santa, human, real. Bunny, a bunny, real. Fairy? There's no fairies. But suddenly there's a fairy who's collecting people's teeth. That's creepy. That's so creepy. Why is the tooth? Why is the tooth fairy real? Or why is we? It's not real. But why are we teaching our kids about the tooth fairy and leprechauns? I remember, like in my school, Saint Patty's Day was a big deal, and in my family, Saint Patty's Day is a big deal because I don't know they're Irish or something. My mom's a redhead, so automatically Irish. Is it Irish? Scottish? Oh, look, don't care. Anyways, and like leprechauns, and my teachers would go through so much. They would like have little footprints that they would, like, do in green paint and pretend like the leprechaun walked across, across the entirety of our of our classroom. And we believed it. We believed in leprechauns. I'm like, what the fuck is... What are we teaching our kids? I think next... I think 2021, we should just start killing it off. Oops, the tooth fairy unfortunately passed away. Oops, Easter Bunny, car accident. Oops, Santa Claus fell out of the sleigh. You know, we immediately kill off leprechauns. We just tell our kids, listen, we made that up. And then all of a sudden we have to, we can stop giving credit to all of these fake creatures and actually tell our kids, no, Susie, I woke up at 6 a.m. and hid a bunch of chocolate eggs around the house. And Susie would be like, wow, mom. Wow, dad. That's great. Thank you. Christmas morning. Mom and Dad, I love all my gifts. Happy. Tooth Fairy? We shouldn't replicate that. You lose a tooth? Great. We all do it. Get your baby teeth out so we can put a pair of braces on you and fix your nasty teeth. Oh, and by the way, I went to the orthodontist, okay? I don't do well with appointments. I had a doctor's appointment on my on my birthday for a heart monitor. Um, you know something you know the details of medical history. But, and I just, it was a new building and I hated it. Then the next day I had to go to the orthodontist. And I haven't been to orthodontist since I was like 15 because in this fifth grade, uh, I had the worst underbite probably in the world. And I had to get braces in the fifth grade, which is early. Like nobody else in my class had braces. It was pretty cool. And then they fixed my teeth. And then the doctor gives me a retainer that I wear every blue moon. I tell him it's every night, but it's every blue moon. And, and I don't have, anyways, um, and so he's like, listen, your your underweight will probably come back, um, because your jaw hasn't stopped growing because you're 12. Um, but here's a retainer that I chose: n- neon rainbow glow in the dark. Rough choice. And uh, yeah, I'll see you when you're 18, and you know your jaw stops growing. And so I hit 19, and I was like, shit, I forgot about the orthodontist, so I go to the orthodontist. And I didn't have a good time. It's COVID and I didn't really want to go, but I was like, who knows when this virus is going to be over. And I wanted to check out my teeth because I'm not really happy with them. I sit down in the chair. They're like, don't worry, doctor, whatever his face will be right over. I said, thanks. He comes down. He brings my, brings my chair down, which I hate that. I hate it. 
like just give me a ch- like a I don't need to sit up you know just lay me I should walk into the office and there should be like a bed type fully reclined 180 degree that I lay on it's so awkward to sit in a chair and the doctor comes in starts to bring you down and I'm like six feet so I'm like shuffling trying to get my head in the right place I look like an idiot just start with the chair down if you're just gonna put the chair down start with the chair down okay he opens my mouth he's like ah okay he's like bite down measures the distance that my front teeth are above and he says yeah cool so um yeah so your only option is is a a 36 month treatment um it's it's going to be initially jaw surgery that I'm not going to do. So you have to go to a jaw surgeon and get an evaluation done there. And then once we once we break your jaw into six million pieces and then slowly put it back together like a jigsaw puzzle, you're going to come back to me and I'm going to put braces on you again at 19. And then in three years, when you're 21 and, and it's the time of your life and you're the only person you know with braces at your age, then it'll be done. And also, by the way, it'll be 12 grand. Like, hey, doc, that's not sounding too fun for me. First of all, surgery? No, thank you. But uh, the wisdom teeth removal was enough for me. Had my wisdom teeth removed about two years ago. I'm like, cool. They put a needle in me. They knocked me out. I woke up. My mouth was swollen. I didn't get that weird, like, funny laugh gas kind of viral video moment I just woke up and I was like I just want to go to bed and so then they made me sit there um and they're like please help Sydney like to my mom make sure you help her you know walk up the stairs I get in the fucking car I'm like mom take me home mom takes me home I go to my room she help me up the stairs I'm like don't fucking touch me I can get up the stairs got up the stairs went to bed five days later I was perfectly fine they gave me like uh, meds didn't feel them a little disappointing like if you're gonna prescribe you some high level medication like maybe maybe I needed more of a dosage um but I got through them and so that was my experience the only experience that I had with surgery and it not even a surgery it was like a procedure and I disliked it because because well because it hurt and like I don't know what the feeling of like it was like you just ripped four teeth out of my mouth and I thought that was bad now the doc's telling me that he's describing jaw surgery and my, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. I'm like, I need to get out of here. Like, you're telling me that to fix the only thing around my teeth is that like, one of my bottom teeth is like slightly in front of the other, but it doesn't affect my bite that much or my teeth. When I smile, you don't see all of my lower teeth. I'm really fine. I'm not gonna pay twelve grand and dedicate three years of my life to fix one tooth. And they're like, or we could, like, remove a couple teeth from the bottom and do braces. It's not going to look good. Well, it's not going to fucking look good. Don't suggest it. Doc? I walked out of there. I was pissed. I was like, okay, great. And my appointment was at 9 a.m. Who the fuck gets up at 9 a.m.? Not me. So 8.30, I'm up in my car, drive across town to realize it was a pointless appointment. He's like, do you want to book a follow-up? I said, go fuck yourself. I didn't say that. It was my brain. But I said, no, thank you. And then the nurse is like, well, I need you to fill out this form to you know put all your information since you're 18 i'm like oh so not only did i wake up at 9 a.m go find out that the doc wants to do a jigsaw puzzle using the pieces of my jaw i'm like okay and then i go there and i have to go fill out like eight pages of forms 
with my all of my information, all my contact information, even though I'm never stepping foot in that office again. And then I leave, and then I go home, and then I'm like, great, cool. It's 10 a.m. I can go back to bed. I mean, I could, but I'm just gonna wake up a couple hours later than I wasted my whole day, and it's the day after my birthday. So I didn't have a great birthday. I won't lie to you, I didn't have a great birthday. And like, it's like, not that I, you know, was expecting a lot of fun on the COVID birthday, but, you know, those back-to-back appointments weren't the nicest. Okay, sorry, I just had to take a water break there and just collect myself, because I was, I was too heated. Um, let's, let's back to, uh, that was me rewinding the tape, not that tapes exist anymore. Who uses the fucking tape? I don't know. Yeah, you know, that's, that's what irritates me. Another thing. No, I need to stop. I'm not getting into that. So Christmas, 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 Christmas is the topic. You know, um, we've been over the whole Santa thing and how much I hate it, but I'm at a point, um, where it doesn't really affect me anymore because I have no one in my life who believes in Santa. But, um, the actual Christmas day, um, me was the day that me and my sister will be cooking, would, would, would set to cook uh, the entirety of the Christmas dinner. So the turkey, the mashed potatoes, the stuffing, the veg, you know, all that shit. I wasn't too excited about it because I wasn't having the greatest day. I wasn't feeling the greatest. Um, and it just went downhill from there because I, the whole entire day, I wanted to punch Mackenzie in the face because um, I asked her politely once to leave the kitchen because she was um, screaming uh, in telling a story. And I was like, please leave the kitchen. I don't need you yelling in my face when I'm trying to cook. It's really irritating me. Please leave the kitchen. And then she'd leave the kitchen and then I'd go back to do my work and I'd look behind me because I hear her voice and she's back in the kitchen. So it was like a five times I asked her to leave. The first couple were nice. The next couple were not the nicest. Um... I just, it's just so irritating when you're cooking a meal, and it was already me and my sister in the kitchen, and a couple of my cousins who I was chatting with, because I haven't seen in a second, and, um, and then boom, she, my younger sister would drive me, and then Allie, my old sister who I was cooking with, was what I could only describe as a tornado in the kitchen, like, I would turn around, she'd be like, she, 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 begged and begged and begged and well not begged she just basically flat out told me that we're getting we're getting fresh garlic instead of minced garlic and I thought that's not a good idea because we don't need to be adding more things to our list of things that we have to do we shouldn't I don't think we should be adding mince and garlic to our list of things to do when it already comes mince and yes I agree that you know it's better fresh I don't think it's really that big of a deal um, but I got outvoted on that, so she had a whole bag of, like, 16, um, bulbs of garlic, and she found a mincer, um, and so she starts mincing garlic, and I look, I turn away to go check something, I look back, and she's absolutely aggressively min- mincing garlic, and, like, wouldn't all go through, so then she's shoving, like, the excess in there, every press of the garlic, garlic juice is is flying left, right, and center, and I'm just, like, trying to hold back from, like, screaming, so I'm like, why are you mincing garlic so aggressively, why is there so much garlic in the air that my eyes are burning, can you calm down, but she can never, she can't do, not do anything 100%, like the stuffing, I turn, I, I'm toasting the stuffing, I turn around, and she's just absolutely in there with her hands, just mixing the stuffing, nothing wrong with that, her hands were clean, nothing wrong with that, but it's like, why, but half of it is laying on the counter, and I'm like, could you just, 
take an extra second to just calm down and not throw throw stuffing in every direction. You know, it's like, oh my, it was just beyond what I could handle that day. And I was getting really angry. And I was just like, oh my God, I literally had to like leave the room a couple times and take a couple of breaths because I was, I was feeling such rage. And like everything that she was doing was just, was just a, a mess. And there wasn't a ton of room in the kitchen. Oh my God, I... Oh my god, I don't know what just happened, guys. I really don't know what just happened, but like... Oh my god, I'm freaking out. Sorry. I was just recording on my phone like I always do. And then my phone made this noise like it was about to blow up. But I think I'm... I think I'm in the clear. Oh my god, I don't even know if that's gonna be on the recording. Because the sound was on. Okay, oh my god, what the fuck was that? I thought I was... I thought it was the end of me. Anyways, back to Christmas dinner. Uh, oh my, like, I literally, my heart's, my, my watch is telling me to calm down because my heart rate's too high. So much stress in the podcast today. Um, that's what two in the morning, two or two in the morning will do to you. Anyways, so it was just a bit of a mess, and then by the time we finished cooking, we cooked from 2 to, like, 8 p.m. By the time we were finished, it was like I wasn't even hungry because I've just been, like, staring at everything all day. So I didn't really eat much, and then I was like, oh, I'm kind of, like, really over this, so I'm gonna head home. So that was Christmas, my cousins. Um... It was nice to see them, but, like, never again in my life will I be cooking an entire Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, sorry, Christmas dinner. Because it was just, especially not with Ali, it was simply just outrageous. But, you know, you know what, I might change my mind by the next part of the year. But that was Christmas for me. Um, spent Christmas Eve at my dad's, and he had this tradition, I guess, growing up, where they would open, the parents would go to Mass midnight mass and then they would kids would come back and they would open gifts with um the children at like midnight or like it's like 1 a.m when the they're back from am i making any sense i don't know sorry they would go to mass midnight mass come back 1 a.m open their gifts and then everyone went to bed which i was kind of that's kind of much of a vibe because i feel like you're so excited on christmas morning and then like that's why you get up so early but it made sense to like tire out the kids opening gifts at 1 a.m. and then put them to bed and then they like sleep in anyway so he decided that this year was the year that we should do that I said I'm not going to mass he said no we're not going to mass we're just simply just going to open Christmas gifts at 12 a.m. I said that sounds good to me so I opened it and one of my gifts for my dad was my microphone and I, I know exactly what you guys are wondering 38 minutes into the podcast is why are we still hearing the most shitty audio ever Sydney and that's because I bought a microphone I was so excited I couldn't set it up until christmas the next day because i didn't bring the the like cords that i needed to connect my my uh, laptop and by the way apple go fuck yourself apple and i i semi-respect apple because of their marketing techniques and the way that they you know edit their products to to work against their favor but i currently have a laptop that is like the new laptop and the plug-in is a i think it's a usb-c cord port and like there's no actual like usb plug-in so then i have to buy all these stupid adapters that are like just like a dongle size adapter to fit into my laptop that has like the fucking connection so i can put in like an aux cord and put in a usb which i hate it's the same reason why i hate apple like when they came out you know with their chargers because every phone everything else has like that universal semi-universal charger but no apple's gotta go and find their own chargers so that they can charge you more money to buy the 
charger that will only fit towards your phone. And somehow we all fell for it. Anyways, so I get my mic uh, Christmas morning. I'm super excited. I plug it in. I get it all set up. It comes with instructions. Wait, oh, wait, oh, wait. It doesn't. It simply just comes with a, like, two-paragraph thing saying, picture of all the pieces that you should have. Great. Got them all. And then it just says, plug it in. And I'm like, wow. Okay. Where's the instructions? We should get a key on this. You know, I love Ikea. They have the most detailed instructions. I could build Ikea furniture every day for the rest of my life and be so happy about it. So if you need someone to build Ikea desk, something, not like a, nothing too big like a, like, a, like a bed frame, but I would do like a desk or like a nightstand or maybe even a dresser. So if you need some help with that, let me know. Um, but this thing came with no instructions. So I watched a couple of YouTube videos on how to put it together. And I did. I plugged in the microphone into my computer testing the audio boom doesn't work it doesn't work all you can hear is this uh, i don't know where that noise just came from <laughs> but it was like high pitch nothing like the noise that i made um high pitched noise and i'm like what the fuck i just got this microphone i was so excited about it i need to film a podcast um and i was so pissed so i ordered a different cord that hopefully will fix it because i read the reviews after i bought it even though i should have read them before i bought it and they said that one of the cords is kind of faulty so buy a new one so that's coming in on amazon because i went to one walmart couldn't find the cord that i need go to the second walmart ran into an old friend of my, it wasn't even an old friend i ran into a guy that i did the musical with in 11th grade of my high school um and he was super nice, and I asked him to help me find it. He said, I don't have it here. It's online, but check Best Buy. Go to Best Buy. Not at Best Buy. So I went to three different locations to find this cord. Uh, couldn't find it, so I had to order it off Amazon, even though I hate Jeff Bezos. Um, so that should be coming. Hopefully that fixes the error, and I don't have to send package it all up and send it back to Amazon um, and get a refund or send me a new one, but it's just so irritating, because I was so excited for it, and I had it for, like, so many weeks, and waited for Christmas, and then it pulled that shit, um, so maybe, maybe the next podcast will have better audio, maybe not, and you're simply just gonna have to get over it, okay, get the fuck over it, the last thing that I'll be talking about is The Bachelorette, now, I don't usually watch The Bachelorette, or The Bachelor, because I hate how stupid it is, it's so unrealistic, you cannot put 30 men in a room and they suddenly all fall in love with the one woman that's just not how life works okay and vice versa you can't put you know 30 women and they all fall in love with the one guy um and this and that's why I don't like to watch it and it's just so cringy and I'm the kind of person with like cringy content like I literally like physically like fold myself into the fetal position because it's like so cringy and I have to like talk myself through it but um my mom is so into it and so bachelor this season of bachelorette was pretty heated because they had one bachelorette and then she had to like quit I guess is what you would call it because she found someone that she really liked and they brought this new girl in Tasha. now Tasha is by far I only watched four episodes I watched the because I was home they were like Monday night there was a two-parter next Monday there was a two-part finale so that's what I was watching, and I felt, I was just loving Tasha. she was like the first bachelorette where I was like, okay, she's ready for marriage, I guess, I don't know, I don't think they should, like, like, and lucky she was older, which is nice, like, the bat they shouldn't have a bachelor that's, like, 25, and there's a bunch of, like, 22-year-old women fighting for his love, because who's getting married at 22? Michelle Duggar, but, <laughs> just kidding, <laughs> um, but, yeah, 
but she was super cool. She was great. She had a couple of good guys. Um, but it just, it just made me realize how much I hate reality TV because you, it's all like technically fake, but it's all like technically true, I guess in a sense, but they make it so drawn out. Like I, the bachelor, the 50 minute episode of the bachelor should simply be 10 minutes. And like, when I was watching it, it was like the one where they meet the families and it was so awkward. Imagine bringing somebody like to your parents and how awkward that would be. And then let alone when it's like the second last episode and you're potentially going to propose to this woman. You're there. She's the first time you're meeting your family. It's so flawed. It's so flawed. Why are these people falling in love in the two week span that they film the bachelorette in? It's just not plausible. It doesn't make any sense. You can literally fight me bachelor nation but the worst part about it the worst part about it is that i continue to watch it like there's so many good shows out there and i found myself on monday night at 8 p.m watching the season finale of the bachelorettes and it's so cringy because during the covid because i couldn't go do something it was just so weird and like I had to like basically listen literally talk to myself because I was so cringy my sister would come down and like watch it and she's like I can't watch it it's so cringy I'm like I know me too but I can't not find out what happens so I think they should cancel the bachelor um at and er because it's giving us false perceptions of falling in love and also it's so cringy like, imagine dating somebody, and then somebody filmed you the whole entire time, and you're like, oh, that's fine, I guess, and then you're like, but you also have to do it with 25 other guys? I can't, I could never remember their names. I would never remember their names, because there's 22 of them. You can't fall in love with, like, five different guys, but they always do. I can't find one guy I like. Not even one. And this girl's got 22 guys. Absolutely falling to their knees in front of her begging her to love them i was just i hate the bachelor i hate it i hate it deep breaths deep breaths sydney anyways i think i'm gonna wrap up the podcast here i do apologize again for going up late but it's the holiday season cut me some slack this is my christmas gift to you this podcast so Cut me some slack, okay? And I will see you next week discussing a topic I don't know and probably won't know until I sit down and record it. Bye-bye!